There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Monday mornings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to Mizzy Bender, and it's Monday morning, and we have the Paradise Club with us, as well as Spencer. So, Good morning. Yeah, from the Paradise Pub, we have Wendy and we have Anthony. And if you guys would like to do a little bit further of an introduction of your own selves, uh, I would love to hear it. Well, I'm Wendy and um, I'm Anthony's girlfriend. And we, um, together with a whole bunch of us, there's 19 of us, uh, run the Paradise Pub. That's and a lot of nuts. I really yeah. didn't really know that there were 19 of you, truthfully. That's, wow, okay. Yeah, there's really? 19 of us. And uh, everybody does bring something special to the club. Uh, I'm Anthony's secretary. Um, and I pretty much just do everything that I can around here. <laughs> so, um, but mainly marketing and member relations, that kind of thing. So what's your favorite part of the job? Oh, everything. I mean, I like, I like doing this because it's a way for me to give back to the lifestyle so we want to make it uh, a good environment for people to come here so and and have people be comfortable and that's you know that's why i do i do it for our members yeah you kind of have like a renewed energy it feels like it's going on over there like a little revitalize revitalize revitalizing however you say your soul yeah 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 definitely Anthony, what about you, sir? How do you fit into the mix of all of this, Mr. Leader of it all, I think? Um, I'm the crazy nut that created the nuts. Uh, yeah, I'd love to know more about the nuts as we go through this, because I'd love to know where the nuts came from. Yeah. Um, the, the nuts are kind of a crazy story yeah. that Wendy doesn't always love. Um, so in june 2013 my wife and i came to the paradise club for the first time um very shortly after that um we um we were asked to uh help running uh new year's eve 2013 um by the guy that was running the club at the time uh it was only supposed to be a one-off uh help uh, we helped him that night, him and his wife. Um, we had fun doing it. I mean, we worked our asses off till five o'clock in the morning. Um, Only if you knew then that you'd be doing it every other weekend now. Huh? Yeah, that's um, <laughs> so. So at the time, you know, he needed to help. Uh, we offered to help. Um, we were um, kind of uh, well. We were hooked up with. Um, my wife's boyfriend and his then wife. Uh, so we so are- you're also Polly then on top of Swinger. Yes. Okay. I, I, I guess, you know, I, I've said it before on podcasts. I don't, I don't really, I don't know if I fit in anybody's box. I love uh, that. I fucking hate classifications. So I, I, I don't know what to classify myself as. 
Um, but as soon as I figure that out, everybody else will be able to, to get the... I but I think that the great thing is, is that you're able to explore every which part of your sexuality and not be limited and you don't have to be in a box. And so don't fucking matter. Right. You could do whatever you, you want. You are. Yeah. That's like sometimes like I feel like Spencer and I's composition kind of like flows in whatever because we just follow energies and whatever feels right with whomever that person might be. So it's very nice to hear that from you. I would say that's kind of accurate. Yeah, that's um, accurate for sure. I mean, we well. really don't. Like, we really don't um, stay in a box as a couple. Um, my wife and her boyfriend more stay in a box than we do. Um, but anyway, so we started helping at parties. Um, and as time went on, there were, there were four of us. Uh, we weren't the nuts yet. Um, as time went on, um, uh, 2014, we hosted our first party. It was uh, Mardi Gras 2014. Uh, we kind of knocked it out of the box uh, by dumb luck because we didn't know what we were doing. Uh, yeah. I ran the place, kind of let us do our own thing. Uh, throughout 2014, um, I picked up, I think I picked up one other set of nuts Um and then in 2015, early 2015, we picked up our last set of original nuts. And then all of a sudden in March 2015, the guy that was running this place uh, called me up and said uh, he was done. Uh, he was moving to Florida <clears throat> uh, almost immediately. Actually, he was moving to Indianapolis to become uh, a flight attendant. <laughs> And he was only there a few months and, and he ended up moving to Florida. Um, and uh, I had a choice, either take the club over or the club was closing down. So oh, no. Without a group. I, Go ahead. I, I was going to say one of the things as, as you're going here, um, I know that when we were there, that I heard that the club has been there for like 30 34 years is it it'll be it'll it'll actually i think it's 34 years halloween the first party ever held here was halloween 1988 that oh that's gosh. an amazing history and, and and at some point um throughout this it would be great to circle back to the roots of of the paradise club because it's really um from our, our experience to see the way you guys all work together and really manage it as a, a family um, and the way you welcome people in. It's such a. It's well thought it, out. It's, overall, a, it's but, a well done yeah. place and it's very different from your typical club. Mm, yeah. You know, you know, most of that comes from the fact that um, when the guy who ran this place decided he wasn't going to do it anymore, our, our only reason for even attempting this, and none of us had any experience in any of this, um, our, our really only reason was because we were, we were pretty much split up between three states, New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. And we kind of figured out that if the Paradise Club wasn't here, we were gonna kind of get blown up. Um, and, you know, everybody says, oh, you know, we'll, we'll get together, we'll do this, we'll do that. We, we just kind of felt like that probably wasn't going to happen. We had a central meeting place. Um, so that's really 
um, the creation of the nuts and it, it went from uh, eight original nuts. Uh, how many are left? One, two, three, four, four original nuts uh, out of the eight are still here. Um, and we've, we've gotten to the point that we have 19 and uh, I'll give you guys an exclusive, okay? That nobody knows this out of this room, but I'm trying to get number 20 right now. Oh, baby. Well, I'm sending all the good vibes and energy in hopes it happens. If, number, like, 20, if number 20 is listening to your podcast, yes, we want number 20. <laughs> Oh my God. So I can't wait to like regroup after everything is all said and done and see if it actually happened. Cause that will be like a really exciting moment. I think you it's, know, yeah, I think so too. How do you, uh, now that you brought it up, because I have a lot of questions to get to this point, but since you brought it up, like how do you actually recruit somebody to be the 20th per person? What are their qualifications? And most, most of the time, most of the nuts weren't recruited. Um, most of the nuts present themselves um, over time, uh, you can usually tell um, their interests, their questions, their involvement. I like the um, one story you tell about um, uh, the ones that were cleaning. Uh, yeah, we have so we we have a set of nuts here that um, they they still they don't really they don't swing, um, and they've been nuts since two thousand and sixteen. They used to come here, they liked the atmosphere, and uh, they used to clean. And I used to follow them around, and, and I would either find them in the billiards room playing pool, or in the outside hot tub, or they would be cleaning. So I went to the other nuts at the time and said, I, I, think, I think these are nuts. Well, why? And I said, because every time I walk into a room, they're cleaning. And I used to stop them and tell them, you don't have to clean. No, it has to get done. <laughs> Somebody has to do it. You guys do too much. That's how they became nuts. A another set of nuts. Look, th this is a true story. I, I felt like in the beginning, I needed certain things. I needed a secretary. I went out and got Wendy's predecessor. Yeah. Um, I, I needed a secretary because I, I, you know, the paperwork end of it, and I, I needed someone that was going to help me with a crazy vision. Um, so I went out and got a secretary, and then I went out and got a Marine. I, I felt like I needed a Marine. And, and anyone who knows anything about Marines knows why every organization needs a Marine. So I went out and I got me a Marine. And, and that's literally, and it, it took about 30 seconds to get my Marine couple. I just walked up to them and said, hey, do you want to be a nut? They didn't even know what it was at the time. And he said, yes, we do. And that was it. And the funny part about him, it ended up, he's a legacy. His parents used to come here. No fucking way. Stop yes. it. Wait, did he know that his parents used to go there or did it? Did it just like was it found out over time? Uh, when so so the way I couldn't imagine showing up in the club. Yo, mom, what the fuck? 
<laughs> so the way the story goes is his mother was babysitting his children and they were trying to tell a cover story. Oh, we're going dancing. Oh, where are you going dancing? Oh, we're going to the Poconos. Where can you go dancing in the Poconos? Oh, well, there's this members club in the Poconos. Oh, you're going to the Paradise Club. And and uh, I guess I'm not telling too much of the story, but and then she brought out uh, a free party certificate from when she won a pole dancing contest. Stop it. So, okay, mom. So he comes into the club and he's talking to us at the front desk and and he says to us, they used to put the Christmas tree over at this wall. And, and we look at him and say, how do you know that? And he says, because my parents have a picture in the house of them standing in front of the Christmas tree and the picture was in this room. So kind of really funny. He, he's, then, the, he's the legacy nut. Our Marine is the legacy nut. That seems like the most perfect person to be part of it. And they are, is he still on the board yes. now? Yeah. Yes. I'm not going to guess any names. No, I'm not going to do that. But um, okay, so you, I know I kind of went in circles because we went to the recruitment. So you started, you got your secretary with the paperwork, all that kind of stuff. And then, so then how did it get to the point where you got, where you needed 19 people or how did it just develop just so much? Or maybe how did your, your brain map everything out over time? Maybe that's my question. So so originally the well originally we figured we had about six months left um the first party we hosted uh things were not going well here um when the other guy ran it, it they were averaging about 13 to 15 couples uh a party uh so we figured we had about six months um we weren't really stressing about it um there were certain things that that the original nuts would say to the guy who ran it, hey, let's do this, let's do that. And, and his opinion was, uh, you know, that they're here to have sex. Um, our opinion was not that. Um, so we took over on a Wednesday, Friday night, we had a meeting. Uh, we had a meeting up here, all the original nuts. We came up with a game plan. Um, the, the number one game plan was to become different than everybody else, um, to be customer service friendly, and also to figure out a way to cater to the um, seasoned swingers, also cater to the brand new swingers, because I don't know about you guys, but uh, all of our um, first experiences where you went to a club, uh, you paid your membership fee, you paid your door fee, and they pretty literally smacked you on the ass and told you good luck. And then you went in and you figured it out on your own. Uh, we wanted to be different. Uh, we didn't want it to go like that. We felt like that's where people go wrong in the lifestyle. So one of the first things that we created was the new member workshop. Um, we also put a big emphasis on food, 
Um, and if we were I want to interrupt you there because I know I know it sounds weird yummy, to have yummy, food at a swingers event, but you people don't understand. I swear to you, anybody that's listening to it, if just always go I'm to the going club for thirds. Go to the club hungry. I'm going I'm for just, thirds. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> from like the vegan to vegetarian, it doesn't fucking matter what's on the table. It's all the most delicious food I've ever tasted. And, and then I'm, there's dessert. My fan, you know, our fan base knows how much I love to eat, so they're not going to be surprised by my intermission on this segmentation. People pay $80 to come to a party, and, you know, we want to give them something for what they pay for, you know? So, and... Well, and, and, and one of the things, too, is uh, you guys, it's all homemade. Yeah, I mean, yep. All yeah. the food, yeah. so, so, so keep in mind that, that they're, they're preparing all of this food for these people to come at every other weekend and it's all hand you know, homemade. So that, that shows how much you guys care about, about the people that come and the experience they have. Yeah. And it's about the experience that we give to our customers for sure that are our members. That's what we want to do is give them a good experience and you t- to have to go out to dinner before here. It doesn't make sense. Come here and have a good dinner. Come here and have drinks. You can do everything in one place, you know? Which which was always the plan was to make it a lifestyle club, not to have it be in a box and be a, a swing club. So whether you were a hardcore swinger or you were, you know, tiptoeing around the lines or you were a voyeur or you were an exhibitionist or if you were poly or wherever you may land in the alternative lifestyle, there's something here for you. Uh, You want to dance, there's a dance floor and there's a DJ. You want to talk, there's quiet spaces to talk. If you want to go do something else, like play pool, we have a billiards room, we have a a pool, we have two hot tubs. Um, We have, um, I think, I've never gone to a club that had better food than us. I may be biased, but I'll be biased. I, yeah, I, I think we, I, I think we have the best food and, and I think that that helps us give the best experience. And, and you spoke about revitalization. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of that this year because we've expanded on that and brought in an entertainment director and um, started to build relationships with outside entities like Mizzy's Boutique and and other and proud sponsor yes I mean we're proud to have you as our sponsor as well as Spunk Lube Spunk Lube is now tied in with you guys Mizzy's got the first outside advertisement ever ever put on the wall here ever I just want to even just share that you don't understand how much my heart was like overjoyed. Like that day, you know, I went up, it was all, you know, got up on the wall and I I took some pictures and stuff and it was like, I was taking it in, but it wasn't until like later on, I went up to the bathroom and I was like coming back and I was just like, fucking wait a minute. Like my banner is in the club right now. And I had like a little tear and I was just like, this is like the greatest moment ever. So I want to say thank you. For sharing in such a beautiful I see what she does. Absolutely. Really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Well, we we appreciate the relationship with you guys. 
We do. And, and it. It, it took years for us to get to that point where, where we could start to, to move out, um, you know, um, rebuilding a place like this and, and trying to build an organization around it and, and trying to build um, a plan and a theory and finding people that buy into all of that um, and really buy into it because everyone says, right. I mean, it, it, it's hard to create a family and keep the family on the same page long enough to be able to move on to what we've moved on this year. And, and look, a, a large part of it is Wendy is never happy standing still. She has to move. She has to change. She, she has to create. She has to, and, and that was a lot of it was um, pushing me to, I don't like change. Um, I, I like my own little area. Um, so she brought her marketing skills and her promotion skills and meshed them together with the entertainment director and, and pretty much rebuilt the Facebook page um, and went social media crazy. And she's much more of the personality than I am. I do want to interrupt you for one moment because Wendy doesn't just operate uh, within the nut. She also does have a women's group that she's super engaging with. And there's so much positive conversation that goes on in there also. So I just want to make sure that, that is brought to the attention too, because sometimes with the women having a different outlet, it's really important to have a safe space to be able to talk outside the private group. So we can share that more after and attach the podcast and stuff like that to be able to find the information on it. But I just wanted to make sure that it was added. Absolutely, thank you. Yeah, again, it comes down to education and, and inclusion for me and wanting people to be comfortable. And sometimes women don't feel comfortable talking about certain things in front of men. So, um, you know, and there's a lot of great um, sites out there but I wanted to start one for, you know, another one that another place where people can, women can feel comfortable in going to, so. And that just goes back to the community base and the family that you guys are building there. Because if you think about even just who's in that group, it's everybody in the community that you have built from, you know, the club and the interactions there. So it's just a right. phenomenal thing when you start to look at all the pieces and how it connects and really, you know, what you guys really have accomplished. And so, with that being said, when did you, when did you actually become part of the team? Well, oh, my story is an interesting one. Um, <laughs> I was actually very lucky. Uh, the Paradise Club was my first ever club. I agree. You were very lucky. I, I was. Oh, man, look at that. I can't wait to hear the story. So anyway, um, I came here originally with my ex-husband. Um, probably in 2016 maybe and um I had no I, I mean I knew of Anthony and I knew of the nuts but I didn't quite know what it was about but we would just come to parties and we were coming here unfortunately to try to save our marriage and that's something that I tell everyone in my new member workshop that's not why you get into the lifestyle. Oh, no, you got to stay away. Red flag, red flag. Yeah. You got to stay well, away at that point. I mean, I knew it was over before that, but 
um, anyway. So we came to quite a few parties here and there. And then um, in 2017, Halloween? No, it was 2016 Halloween. 2016 Halloween, Halloween sorry. 2016 Halloween, they had Anthony and Rebecca's boyfriend's birthday um are on and around halloween so we celebrate their birthdays on halloween and so they were celebrating their birthday that night i still didn't know who they i didn't know them didn't talk to them personally i mean i knew who they were um anthony did my new member call but that was all i knew um so How did I do? oh fantastic fantastic did even I, though what, I do is, what is a new member call when when a new member signs up for a party um an email gets sent to us and then a week or two before the party i actually call them or anthony calls them and we um do a whole it's like a whole rehearsed rundown about the club and the party telling them pretty much everything they need to know uh, about their first night so and i have it memorized i won't go through it because it's too long <laughs> but um but yeah so it's it's and i and he anthony created that because he would get so many questions all the time so he just put all the questions together and then by the end of it now no one really has any questions anymore it's just maybe one or they didn't hear something that i said so and that's really fantastic you're the first club or organization i've heard that's ever done such a thorough job up front doing it i thought it just was at the member workshop no again we really try to give it people as much information as and we always ask the people that call are you new to the club or are you new to the lifestyle and that helps me helps to guide um me or him through you know how we need to talk to them you know what things extra things we need to explain if they're new so um if they're like if they're super new to the lifestyle in general do they get some sort of like star next to their name so when they get there that you're like you share extra information with them or you're kind of just like all right everybody's all in at one time and everybody has the same information pretty much has the same information, but we always encourage people, even if they're not new to the lifestyle to come to the new member workshop, because it's more than about just being new to the lifestyle. It's information on, on the club as well. I was gonna say, I, I've seen you guys uh, walking new, what I, new members around uh, of the team of nuts actually, because it looks like they, every, they kind of rotate through take the new members through and give them a tour toured. of the place. Yeah, yes. they get individual one-on-one -on -one personal tours with the tour guide um, at every party. We usually hold the tours between seven and eight o'clock. Um, and and uh, that way there's not, you know, too many people in the club. They can get the lay of the land, see where everything is, you know, going somewhere new is like you know, confusing sometimes. You have to figure out where everything is, so. I will say that is one thing because the way that the rooms you had mentioned it earlier where there's like the conversation area and there's you know the pool area and even though everything's connected everything is a little bit segregated because there's either like a door or an exit or something in the source so I can see how it can get a little bit mazy that way but it is nice how there's separation between so you do have you know you want the music loud you go outside you want to go talk you right. can go into the dining area yeah. you have the the, the 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 eater then you go downstairs and you've got the pool the pool table uh in the back is a you know just a really nice setup and yeah. you know really yeah and then the playrooms the theme playrooms uh, with the coliseum 
<laughs> I, I can't take credit for the playrooms. The, the playrooms were created by the, uh, the owner. Um, and, and, and honestly, this, this, the segregation of the rooms when he built, uh, when he built this place, it, it was built to be a club. Um, and it was built to be that the, the only thing that, that we really did was, as you guys know, most clubs that you go to, you, you don't really have that many choices there. You, you have a hard time getting away from the music and every DJ plays their music loud. I don't care where you go. Every DJ is proud of their music. They want to play it as loud as possible. And that's great except you can't talk to anybody. Um, so we started segregating the rooms more to try to make quiet areas um, so people could have conversations. In the billiards room, there's a speaker uh, for music. We just turn the speaker lower in that room so people can have conversations. There's a speaker in the lounge area upstairs uh, we just turn the music lower there specifically so people can talk to each other. Because if, you know, everybody hears, if you're going to get in this lifestyle, you better communicate. Um, as a couple, you better communicate. And you're not going anywhere in this lifestyle if you don't communicate with other couples. And it's pretty impossible to communicate when the music is blasting everywhere in the club. You know what? I really love that call out. I've never really heard that example in with the music, but that's so important. And the way that you just said it is just so critical to the communication. I love that. So thank you for sharing it like that. Yeah, I've been to very few other clubs, but I, I remember going to at least one that I was like, the music was so loud, I couldn't even hear myself think, let alone have a conversation with anyone. So how are you supposed to meet and talk to other people? And that's a lot of times the purpose of you going there and you can't even hear them. So 100%, I agree you know. with that. Yeah, because then like I find myself like in the smoking room or, you know, like outside or something. So that's so, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So then you then joined, so you were at the club and kind of this Halloween event was happening. Yeah, the Halloween event happened and um, there was a contest. Um, uh, and the theme was uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. It was, and it was the Halloween party. So I dressed up as Sally and not very many people had costumes on or with that theme, but there were a few. And so um, being that it was their birthdays, uh, he had asked um, the other guy that, um, you know, who he thought would, uh, should win. And I finished telling the story, go ahead. It was his 40th birthday. Um, so I, I, we made it his 40th birthday bash and and i told him uh you're gonna pick uh his big thing is nightmare before christmas um he's kind of a nightmare before christmas geek um and um we 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 made a contest that whoever had the best nightmare before christmas costume would win um half, I, I half it was half off every party for a year and uh great prize yeah and then and then i got nervous 
uh, throughout the night that he was going to pick the wrong person. So all of a sudden, I, I started to kind of put myself in the middle of it and say, oh, okay, who are you thinking about? And he starts pointing, and I'm like, ah. Oh. And he starts pointing, and I'm like, ah. Oh. And then he points to her and says, I think she's the winner. And I'm like, yes, I'm good with that. You can, you can choose her as the winner. And then we chose her as the winner and she didn't come back for like five months. No, it wasn't. Yeah, right. Well, it was, it was, it was Halloween. And then, you know, the holiday season come, comes up. So, and then I had a couple of things go on. So I probably came back in like, came back in March, March I guess. And okay. So it was five months. He's counting, Wendy. He's I counting. Because he was waiting for me to come and, back. I, I was just about to say, Wendy, make a note of that. Yeah. This one, he was waiting, counting the fucking months on his fingers. Yeah, I know. That, and look, he got the five. <laughs> oh and and it, it's funny because uh, my wife's boyfriend is our financial guy. So he's like, ah, you know, half off every party. Isn't that a little much? So she doesn't realize it, but she was the topic of conversation for those five months. Okay, he would walk in and say, is she coming tonight? No. And he'd go, man, we gave her half off and she's not coming. I said, see, this wasn't that bad after all. And then all of a sudden, I think it was, I think no, it was. No, I think it was like May, maybe. No, yeah. by May, you were asking for pool. May? I don't it know. Was, Whatever. So anyway. She so came we, back we, in March and wanted pool chalk. Well, yeah. So when I we were playing pool downstairs and I was like, we need pool chalk. There wasn't any down here. So I went up to ask him and then it was like this big thing. I, like he and I, I guess, flirted a little bit then and he... He's looking at and give me the eye now. Um, yes, we flirted. And um, don't worry, we see it. So and then the and then uh, I guess right after that he didn't have any, but he did everything he could to get every ounce of pool chalk in this place for the next time I was here. So so between September of 2016 and March of 2017, my wife's boyfriend's wife was becoming his ex-wife so she was becoming my ex-girlfriend so i we were a triad at the time uh we weren't built to be a triad so it was kind of a weird arrangement so she wanted pool chalk and, and she tells the story like she just wanted pool chalk but she didn't just want pool chalk, right? She oh. was she was fluttering the eyes. Wanted to chalk the tip a little. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just the tip. I can yeah. catch on to things like that. I got about 90 uh, little boxes of pool chalk coming from like five different people because we had, and, and there's, there, we literally have never bought pool chalk <laughs> ever again since then because-, because I'm on the phone going, dude, you need to pick up pool chalk. Okay. I'm on the phone with, another, hey, can you stop and pick me up pool chalk today? Like five different guys came here with boxes and boxes of pool chalk. And I just handed her 
a, like a case of like 90 pool chalks and was like, here you go. <laughs> and, and I guess she got the point that I went over the top for her because then she started to chase me. No, wait a minute. You chased <laughs> <laughs> See, this is where the juicy stuff comes about, everyone. Really pay attention. No, but I get it, Anne. I, I totally get it. You know, I know how it is. Yeah, Spencer she... was kind of similar in the same kind of way. I mean, I didn't get 90 pieces of pool chalk, but I certainly got some over the top. She got a prince. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Poor you girl. Could have, you could have held out and got pool chalk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So then was it like, I mean, were you chasing each other for a while or? Yeah, most of the summer probably. And, uh, um, you know, things were going on in, in, in my home life and, and it was, it was a crazy ride. Um, and I wasn't looking for a boyfriend, um, but I found one. Um, and sometimes uh, in like the most bizarre moments. Yeah, no, so it's it's good. Yeah. We've been together I'm, three years now. I mean, it's funny. I, I didn't want another girlfriend. Oh, no, I, he didn't. I, I, I got sat down and talked to. There was going to be no girlfriend. Oh, okay. yeah. First time we met outside of the club. Nope, no girlfriend. Literally sat me in a chair and said, yeah, nope, no this, no that, no this, no that. And I'm like, okay. You're just supposed to be a fuck buddy? Yeah. That's what it sounds like. And I would, I would your but was that your impression after like, was it, did you, were you thinking you were going to get that kind of conversation when you went out on the date? I had no idea what to expect because when I came to this club, I was looking to swing. Like I was not looking for a boyfriend and yeah, see the smile on this thing? Oh, Corruption. So, lockdown. So I I had for the probably first year of our relationship, I had no idea what was going on. Look, she tells this story all the time. It wasn't that long. It there the there was year. there was a discussion. There's no this, there's no that. There was the, the first experience. It, it, gave him PTSD. The, yeah, I mean, I mean, it gave all three of us PTSD. So um, none of us knew what we were doing the first time around with the first experience. Um, with with that experience in mind, I had lots of rules that within two months, and it was within two months, it, no, it they wasn't. were they were going away. I mean. Because one of my questions is, uh, has your boundaries changed over time from new learnings that you've discovered? <laughs> Relationship-wise, we are very we talk a lot, um, and things have changed. Um, our our we've evolved. Yes, we've evolved. That's that's the best. Word. I I I believe any any couple of of any kind in this lifestyle has to constantly evolve. I think any couple um, in general has to evolve, yeah, honestly. So yeah, I agree with that statement. That's really what we've done is is evolved. I mean, it 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 began as a sex thing. Um, it, I, I remember it, that was July. By September, we were meeting uh, outside of the club um by the second week in september um she was asked 
uh, to be a nut with her ex ex husband. I I mean, oh. I didn't just ask her. I had to ask he was, him. He too. was still in the picture probably till March of twenty eighteen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A bit of time actually then, relatively speaking, yeah. for anybody that's new dabbling in this kind of circumstances. Mm -hmm. But I, I have to, if I'm going to give my credit, if I'm going to give myself credit for anything, I knew she was the perfect secretary. Yeah. Why did you say, why do you say that? I could just tell she was the perfect, the, she was just organized, motivated, um, wanted to learn, uh, wanted to teach, um, wanted to, um, wanted to just dive into everything. Um, definitely, I mean, in the four years, she's not afraid of work, that's for sure. Um, I've been told, as far as the club goes, I've been told no, maybe two or three times, like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Uh, everything else, she's ready to do. Uh, I come up with crazy ideas. Um, she kills more of my ideas today than she used to, but she was, I, I don't know, it, it, with any nut, it comes down to a feel. It, it comes, I, I mean, some of it is just a feel and and there was, there was no doubt about it. And um, my wife was not happy. It took, it took her boyfriend and I about nine hours to talk her into it because, well, I had, um, I had played with my last secretary and it complicated things. Uh, so now I have kind of, I, I would call it a play partner at the time, and I'm trying to bring her in as a secretary. And, and just the way the organization was built, the secretary is, you know, the secretary works with me uh, a lot. So it gives the secretary a lot of juice. And uh, for the other nuts, that have been here for years, all of a sudden it would look as though it catapults her above all of them. So it was, it was going to be tricky. Um, it was going to be extra work. After nine hours, uh, we broke her down by saying, no, this is, we think this is the perfect secretary. Um, and my wife has the food and she had five or six other jobs at the time. And it just came down to us saying, well, either I need a secretary or you need to take another job and be the secretary. And she said, okay, call her, she can be the secretary. And but I've, I've earned, I've earned every single thing that I've done here. So like I did, have. I, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't because he was the boss that you know, I got anything like in the beginning, I was, I sat back and took notes and, and did what I was asked to do. Um, and then as time went on, I, you know, was able to put my input into things. I mean, I come from, I was a business owner for four years. 
Um, and, and I love this stuff. I'm going to school for marketing right now. I did a lot of marketing in my business. So this is like, this is fantastic. I was going to ask you what your prior world was or current world was to make you, because listen, not many people are made to sit in the secretary position. I've sat on a lot of boards, done a secretary position and, and even in your classification within secretary, I think that that's even minimizing really really oh, yeah. it is we, we it talk is. about that i'm i'm more yeah customer related like said it's it's a whole host of things i do every pretty much everything here except his wife is is who does the food and that is a job a huge job in it in itself like the amount of work that she puts into that is is amazing like um and that's why you know he had to get somebody else to to help him so because that's you know it's just a tremendous undertaking and she does a fabulous job at the, it. The, the food is a, a full-time job. Um, the planning is a full-time job. Um, so you have to have enough people to go around. But, uh, well, I, I mean, it, all of the things that I've experienced and we've seen, uh, it's... It's got to be a, a huge undertaking um, for you guys to maintain as many relationships as you have in house that manage your your establishment. I mean, everybody here, like there's something special about every single person that helps out here. Like, I mean, we have guys that do security. We have um, you know, guys that build things for us, people that make beds. I'm, that's like part, most of the afternoon when we're here, somebody making beds and making sure everything's stocked. And it's, it's just a tremendous undertaking, but we have such great people um, that help out, you know, maybe like a lot of times Anthony and I are here during the week or his wife will be here during the week. Um, but others can't make it. And that's fine when they're here on a Saturday or a Sunday, you know, that's, you know, they're busting their asses. Uh, I'll put it to you this way. There's four of us here tonight right now. One's doing inventory. One's cleaning. Two of us are doing the podcast tomorrow night. There'll be at least four more of us here, uh, doing party prep, uh, different things. And then, uh, and then Thursday and Friday will be off for the rest of the the nuts. Uh, for us, it's not off. I mean, we don't take we're, never off. We're we're to the point where uh, the the party gets over Sunday morning at four a.m. Uh, we sleep for about five hours. Uh, Sunday is a work day. We leave here about six seven o'clock at night. Uh, go home and drool by that <laughs> point. Monday morning, uh, we try to take half a day off. So we kind of try not to talk about the club till at least after 12. Yeah, the and entertainment then, directors 
usually texting us on Monday morning. How about this? How about this? How about this? Like the guy, I love him to death, but he doesn't stop. But that's why we have him. He only has one speed and it's a hundred miles an hour. And he does a fantastic job. It's motivating. Yeah, it motivates um, us. But it is tiring sometimes. Mm Um, and, and then once 12 o'clock Monday comes around, it, it, it's really like a, a football team. It's like an NFL team, you know, you win and the next day you got to go back to work. Uh, and that's kind of how it is. So we've always looked at new year's Eve as the super bowl. Um, and then once the new year's Eve party's over, we usually try to walk away for, you know, a week to 10 days, uh, I never successfully no, do it. She no. does. She can we get won't. five This is going to be the first year with the entertainment director. We're not going to get to walk away. No, no. Oh, it's you guys fun. are going to be doing some wild shit. I I can only foresee. Oh, he, he, <laughs> he comes up with some stuff. I'm looking forward to this weekend. Oh my gosh. But he, um, like, like today we didn't hear from him and I'm like, is he okay? Because right. we don't hear from him, something's not right. But he was busy with something with work. But so now that you're kind of like mapping out how much time you guys are spending, that goes to two of my questions to you guys. So clearly, you guys like eat, breathe, sleep, the club and the business all the time. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to turn it off in your guys's shoes. So I just wanted to yeah. make sure that we pointed that out. Thank and you. Then- we do do this because we love it like there and there's no other and and we want to give to the people of the lifestyle because this is not our business so we're running somebody else and then you give so much and people don't realize how much actually goes into the one night you know they think they're oh i'm just going out to the club for one night yeah seven eight o'clock at night and that's that, not recognizing, you know, that it starts Monday at 12 o'clock all the way through until you get to that point. And so, you know, I hope that the listeners are, are really hearing how much goes into the building of the club, the events, everything, anything that comes on that you guys go to is a hundred percent. I mean, our listening audience is well aware of the grinds. I mean, between our Mindbender events and the Mizzy Boutique, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, we completely understand what it takes to be in your shoes. Mm-hmm. And it is, it is one of those where the dedication to your community, it, it gives you back so much that you want to give more. <laughs> yeah. Just like the entertainment director, he can't shut his brain <laughs> off right. because you know, that one smile that somebody gives or that one flogging and he got his ass whooped on, you know. Where everybody cheered. I mean, that's what it's about. Yeah, it's those moments. But, Look, you know. I, I have a saying. Support good people doing good things in the lifestyle. Uh, it comes from the nuts. Our, our, our plan was to do good things for people in the lifestyle the relationships that that we have made whether it be mizzy's boutique or it be other podcasts or it it be other um organizations the one number one priority is to make sure that we are hooking up with good people doing good things for the lifestyle uh you know mindbender parties has been around for a long time so I know, you know, we got some snakes and they're oh, after- listen, uh, 
we I sit very quietly because you see that there's a very, there's a tremendous difference because where I've come from, and you know I, that I get it. And the, and the thing I, is, too, I don't want to get in bed with any snakes, okay. so I I walk very slowly, very softly. Um, Wendy loves everyone. I do. Uh, she loves everyone. Fifteen minutes after she meets them. Not everyone. There's been it, a few. <laughs> it takes it takes me a, a little longer. Um, if I'm on your podcast, if you're operating at the Paradise Club, that means something. Mm -hmm. um, I've put way too much time, way too much sweat, blood, tears, effort uh, into this to let a snake infiltrate um, my little domain and start to talk or start to ruin things. So, you know, good people doing good things in the lifestyle is number one priority. When, when my members call me and plenty of them do and say, Hey, I'm, I'm thinking about, um, you know, shopping from Mizzy's boutique. What do you think? What do I think? I think I own a bunch of stuff from Mizzy's boutique. Part of the reason why I do is to make sure that you're not selling garbage to people. And then I'm going to tell them, no, Mizzy's cool. And they get garbage. No, they get quality products. I have a zero fucks given t-shirt and I love it. I wear it three times a week he at does. this point. Um, and it Isn't it the best? <laughs> zero fucks yeah. given at all times. <laughs> Big so, shout out to the champagne room. I do want to say I really appreciate your kind words because, you know, sometimes it is really difficult when you're trying to navigate waters and you're trying to build a business and you're trying to stay above the positivity and, you know, away from all the different things that can kind of pull you down some. And note that, you know, people evolve, times change, business models grow, you know, relationships, you know, go in so many different directions and stuff. And I do honestly understand where you're coming from on you know purchasing the products and using the products because the end consumer and customer is so important to me and so for you to be able to share both experiences from the club side of it a customer stands you know part of it and then also just a collaborative business partner uh truly is a full circle thing for me so i i am really grateful and humbled for your words right there and I, I just want to say too that you know one of, one of our biggest rewards is um, is about is our members and the happiness that they have and having a good time here, um, because for us um, again like I said we're running this for somebody else. Not many people know this, and he hates this word, but we're basically all volunteers. We don't get paid to do this, and so those are our rewards is giving back to the people that come to our club and working together with others. It took me forever to get him to work with other people. And, and thank you to our entertainment director for helping me to do that. I don't know this is what it, why it was him, but he, by the two of us finally saying something that we need to work with other people. Um, I don't play. You have a vision. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 Anthony has a vision he does. And, and it took a lot for yeah. him to open, open the door. Oh, absolutely. Other people helping. Yeah. And of course, and I've learned, you know, being here that, you know, it's, 
in my business that I was in, I was in fitness and, and there were the people that wanted to work with you. And they're the people that didn't want to work with you. And I'm sure it's sure it's the same way in every business. And I'm finding it, it's that way in this business, but I'm finding there are, we are finding now that there are more people like you guys that want to work with others and want to see people succeed and want to see everything grow. And, um, you know, we just think it's phenomenal, um, that, this is out there for us as well as for you guys and everyone in the lifestyle. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy um, with the collaborations that we have done um, this year. Um, but it was like pulling teeth to get me to do it because too much has gone into everything. Uh, you only need to make one mistake. Right. Um, you know, you can have 50, a hundred wins. I, I think I, I counted a couple weeks ago and nobody paid attention to me, especially you, but I, I pay attention. I've run, I think, I think I'm at 176 parties. I, I had to count it out of 176 parties. If you, if you make a really big mistake on 177, Nobody remembers the 176 great ones. They only remember the 177th one. So I had a very hard time giving away a little control to other people. It was easier with her. It, you know, it was four years of breaking me down, of trust me, and then her being right. And, and you know, it depends on who it is. Like, I have a wife. Did you challenge her thoughts? Did you challenge her, her processes? Right I don't. Here? I don't challenge anything anymore. I have a wife. No, no, that, that, that's, I heard the anymore. Yeah, I I have a wife and a girlfriend. I don't challenge either of them anymore. I, I don't. I'm too old. I don't have that kind of strength anymore. Women are always right, anyways. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely always. Yeah. Right. Well, it's true because well, he's only just saying that because initially when I had this idea for the podcast. And the boutique and everything that it is, it's under the Mizzy Bender brand. Uh, Spencer thought it was kind of crazy and didn't understand like how much time I was spending on it and all these. He just didn't yeah. understand. I mean, and obviously, the, you know, this is here. The Mizzy Bender was a marketing. Yeah. For mind bender parties. Yeah. I actually, I, and, I will you interrupt know. you because I, I did create a whole podcast on like my journey into the lifestyle, which explains where the Mizzy Bender name came from. And I, I did give you all the credit for all of that <laughs> at that moment in time. But, she, but pertaining she, to this particular conversation and noting uh, you did you did challenge me. And it, it took a lot to get yes. to the point of you like understanding. I, I still quite, listen, I, I have been doing it a long time. There are still a lot of times you know, where I do question. And uh, part of it is that I've been here for so long that I've seen a lot of snakes in the grass. And, you know, here's what I know. I don't give a fuck. Here I am after doing Mindbender parties now for almost 10 years. There's been a lot of relationships come and gone. I can sit here and say, I don't think I've ever done anybody wrong by the way I've handled business, except I handle business like business, you know, and, and, and when you understand that now it's, it's, um, 
it's so much easier to understand where you come from because a lot of people don't get that this is uh, a fun thing. Oh, it's a great and easy thing to do. You have no idea. Uh, it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's, it's right. It's tremendous amount we, of work. We all have, you know, 40 hour a week jobs. We have kids. We have, I'm going to school. And then we spend like 40 plus hours a week on the club. So what, what hours are left, if any? Like there's hours that we don't even have that we're using. We're doubling no, something. Double time it, double time. It's, it's, it's just insane, but it's all worth it to us. You know, like it's all worth it. Like there's something good coming out of this. It really is. And so like, I'm really happy that we were able to get to the moment where I feel like we could talk about so many different subjects. But as I talk to you more, I feel like there's just so many different avenues. We can go down business. We could talk about your guys' relationship within the lifestyle. Because that, that that is another question that like I am super curious about because from a business standpoint and a personal standpoint, I get real nervous. You know how you say, you know, Anthony, you're guarded from the business standpoint. Because of some of my experiences through the lifestyle, I am really guarded. So personally, who I, I bring into my personal space makes it much more challenging. And then also, I work so hard for my business that I don't want any play, uh, any play episode, uh, scene to backfire and then that backfire into my business. I get so scared about that. So like, I don't want to play with anybody at our events because I was like, oh my God, what happens if you get just the wrong inclination or the wrong idea about something and now you just ruined my whole everything I just went for. Do you ever feel that way, either of you? He was just talking about that. Running a swing club will take you out of the swing lifestyle. On any given night, at pretty much any given party, every woman that walks through the door, I haven't, there's two women in this club that I've had sex with. Yep. wife and my girlfriend and that's not what everybody thinks oh they i think know it goes, oh my god you a pimp daddy oh <laughs> i know and, yeah. and and they're you know all total in uh, in eight years um there's probably been um there's definitely less than 10 right um, yeah and, and that includes an ex-girlfriend, an ex-secretary. So you, you have to, th there, there's four right there. there no, there's, there's probably less than seven. Uh, number one, uh, I, always, I always thought it looks bad. Like you're, you're the guy that, that runs this place. You're the guy that's ultimately responsible. Um, you, I don't know about you, Spencer, but look, women have, and, and I'm, no, themselves. <laughs> I'm no catch. And, and, and I, I've said this to her a hundred times, but they've thrown themselves at me and I can't figure out why, um, uh, it, it's nice to have a girlfriend. I've told her more than once, Hey, you need to block, you need to become the lead yes. blocker because I, I think it looks bad. Um, you know, we all know, we all know the aggressive males in the lifestyle. Um, I'm sure that we all know some of them that are important in important positions in other organizations. Uh, I never wanted to be that guy. Do we dabble in the lifestyle? We do. 
with friends. Um, I don't like, know. That's super tight circle. I was going to say your that's own that, personal intimate, that, intimate thing. Right. It's not at the club. It's not when you're partying. It's not when your DJ's on. You know, it's, it's have, not what it is. Have the nuts as a whole dabbled with each other at different times? Yeah, we, we have dabbled in playing at different times. Um, I think now when you when you have 19 and you're you're super focused um, on the goal and and especially this year with pushing more education and and pushing to do other things and and the planning that goes into it and how everything has to be um, so focused uh, we have all, not that any of us have had a conversation, but we've all come to the point where for us to operate and function, um, we need to have some walls up and and we need to not go certain places because inherently somebody's feelings get hurt and, you know, that dances into uh, areas that, you know, can can take down any organization, whether it's, you know, a club or, or what it is, or a, a party group or whatever it is. Um, so we've kind of become, um, we've kind of over time built up a, a little more of walls mm -hmm. to avoid uh, things like that. But we dabble, but we don't dabble with people we don't know. Right. We, we don't dabble, you know, women walk in this club, Mizzy, you walked in the club and 30 seconds. I was like, Oh my God, look at her. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, I, I must do it. Me too. I must do it 15 <laughs> times a night. And that's where it ends. And I, I go to her, look, look, look at her, look at her. And that's where it ends because yeah. we don't know who they are. You know, a year, two years down the road, maybe we become friends with them. That's a different story. But I'm I'm not going up to a couple that come to parties, um, and I and I've been accused of being a prude. I've been a, accused of what you have to do. Yep. Yeah. Explain the whole thing. Yeah, I, I I've been accused of all of that, and and I just look at it like it just sends the wrong message. If you're here to do a job and you want to do the job well, and if you're here to give back to the lifestyle. You can't be running around trying to get every ass you can get at the same time. It's just, it, it, it's not even that it's bad business. It, it's just a bad move. Yeah, dude, I, I was going to say, I, I, if you got to be running around trying to get as every ass you can, it, there's already a problem. Yeah, and, and yeah. there's if you got time for that when you're running a place like this, you're not yeah. having, we don't have we don't have the out, time anymore. selling out every party right. every other weekend is not there's no time anymore for any of that stuff. So it's you know some nights I'm lucky if I get to spend time with him. <laughs> yeah, you know it's so so I have to say I'm really happy to have he heard your perspective on it because you know like sometime midsummer I started to get into a little bit of a funk because I was like. 
I don't know which way I'm coming or going here or not, but it was like, we were so far involved from a business standpoint that I couldn't separate it personally. And I had to like really think long and hard, like what my actual thoughts and feelings were on it to come to a comfortable place and recognize that it's okay that I feel the way that I do, which is the exact way that you guys just mapped it out. And being personal and private is a much better way to handle it just when you're in the limelight of things per se in these types of situations. And so again, thank you for sharing your your process on that too, because it always makes me feel so much better when I know everybody's in the same boat. (laughs) So if you guys were to leave and take away like one thing that you absolutely love about the Paradise Club, and then one thing that you absolutely love about the dynamics of the life lifestyle, what would those takeaways be to the community? Um, well, for me, it's, uh, it's family where that's what, you know, we've become here is a big family, you know, the nuts then are, you know, sponsors, affiliates, members, like everyone is a part of our, our family. And um, that truly means, means a lot to me. Um, and uh well i'm sorry i forgot what your other question was so like for like a personal standpoint from the lifestyle um it, it's you found me well of course of course that's my number one um no it is i mean it's my friends my my boyfriend everybody's here this is my family my my not blood family you know i have my kids but the this is my true family i found a really a great group of people here. Um, you know, I had some friends before when in, in a previous life, basically, and I still have some of the same friends, but my other friend, my friends here at the Paradise Club are my true family now. So, and yeah. the lifestyle itself is just such a freeing place. I can be myself when I'm here. I don't have to pretend that I'm somebody else. When I go to work, I'm one person. When I'm at home with my kids, I'm another person. When I'm with my my mom I'm a different person so here I can just be me and that's what I like about the lifestyle and that's what we want everybody to be able to do here at the Paradise Club oh me uh it's all about the people it's all about the people for me um uh vanilla people are fake as fuck to me um everybody is trying to um tell you Uh, stories about themselves. Uh, My experience in this lifestyle is people are are much more honest as a whole. They are what they are. Um, I I found, you know, um, my girlfriend's here. My best friend dates my wife. My wife is here. Uh, All my friends are here. Um, I have very little vanilla friends um, at this point. and, And it's just that I feel as though if you want trust and loyalty, um, you got to weed out some of the snakes, but if you want trust and loyalty, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna have a better chance of finding it here where I think people have to be honest and have to be real to survive in a lifestyle like this, that it's not for the mentally weak. Um, It's just not jealousy will get you uh, your own weaknesses are exposed. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think, look, I, I think new people are afraid of that, but I think as a whole, man, it makes you work on you every day and it makes you become a better you. And then you go find everybody you find here that stays here long enough. 
they're either a snake or they're working on themselves and they're trying to be the best them that they can be every day. Um, I, I just don't find, I mean, we're all on Facebook. We all see our high school friends on Facebook and people vanilla on Facebook that are telling stories that we know better. We all know better, you know, they're, they're driving the hot car, but you know where they live and everybody's trying to send you some kind of false message. Now, I don't see that here. You are what you are here. So when you get in the pool and you're butt ass naked, you are what you are. There's no hiding it. There's no storytelling. You can't put a sock in your underwear. You are what you are. So I, I just think that... Well, the funny thing is, really, when you talk about that, too, it's like, you know, when you strip it all down, we all got dicks, chicks got vaginas and boobs. And aside from that, when, when people's clothes come off, there's none of that, what we judge. That, you know, it's so funny that that's one of the things that I take away is that when you strip people out of everything and, and, and you're there, you see people for who they are. Yeah. And, and it doesn't even about being naked because that initially, initially when you try the lifestyle and, and that you become comfortable to that, but then as you soon realize that you can be naked being yourself yeah, and, 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 and the community accepts you for who you are. And the more you expose yourself the more you offer your vulnerabilities, it's really a, how much more you get back. And as you get that back, you can give it back. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, my most favorite saying that I read was be so much of yourself that everybody around you feels comfortable enough to be them own self. And I know I can be pretty extra at times with some of the things that I do or, you know, change of haircut, whatever it may be. But it took a long time for me to get to that point because, you know, when you mentioned like a prior life, well, my prior life started, my new life started three and a half years ago. And in that three and a half years, the amount of layers that I've kind of stripped down and, and gotten to and, you know, kind of weeded out all of those negative things and and found all the positive and all that positive that allows you to become so comfortable and confident with yourself that when you do strip all of that off and you do take everything off the only thing you have left is your most raw self and right. if you can't share that well then you're missing out on a tremendous amount of life because it is pure bliss i would say and when you have people in your company such as yourselves and the paradise club that allows such a welcoming and warm environment you can really tell you know, like sitting here, like, I mean, this is the longest time we've had a conversation because generally we're working and it's like, okay, event time, this, that, you know, so we really haven't had the time to really chat with one another. But Wendy, I would almost imagine that you have to feel similar that even through social media, you can feel certain vibes and energy. Absolutely. And there are a lot of similarities that you and I share from a thought process or just actions or the things. And so you know, even though we really only spend short periods of time together, you can tell that, you know, the feelings and, and the want to be in each other's company is Absolutely. just there. Yeah. And, you know, 
I, I do hope that you feel that too, but no, absolutely, I do. I, I love, I love who you are. Like you're just you and, and that's, you know, you express yourself in many different ways from the way you wear your hair, like you said, and just how you are. And, and, you know, like, I love all the things that you post on Facebook. You're just very encouraging. And so those are, you know, a lot of the things that drew me to you. And, and that's one of the things that drew me to the lifestyle. Like I, I remember Anthony telling me what, like, you know, how he noticed me the first time. And, and it was funny because I had made a promise to myself that I was going to start coming to the club and just being me. And it was like, right after that is when he noticed me. So I know I made a difference in being who I am instead of hiding who I really am. So well, for anybody that wants to explore their most raw selves in the nuttiest kind of way, I would say the Paradise Club is the place to be and go. So how would they find you guys? Um, you can go to theparadiseclub.net. No, wait, wait. Do it again. Oh, theparadiseclub.net. <laughs> ah, I love it. This is part of <laughs> We're bringing it There we things. go. Zip it. <laughs> yeah. well, that was for you, Kim. <laughs> thank you for being on the podcast we really appreciate you sharing just your thoughts about the club personally all sorts of stuff and we're really looking forward to when we get to be in your guys's company again with the boutique and hopefully it's before the end of the year it's when not it's yet scheduled but you're gonna have to watch both of our websites to we're ensure. watching your schedule we are <laughs> all right all right well, yeah, gonna go. thank you so much for having us you guys are welcome anytime Thank you, Thank so, you much. so much. So until next time, America, we will talk to you so soon. Ah!